Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, it's not often that we get to bring in big-time NBA reporters. To <laughs> Pretty our, good. I mean, it's kind of a big... I'm going to try to get some scoops out of him before he leaves. Big deal so. here. Uh, <laughs> Kevin O'Connor uh, joins us. He is an uh, NBA reporter for The Ringer. But frankly, I don't care about him. It's his dad, Paul, who's here as well. Who we, uh, Kevin, let's start with you, the, the big-time NBA reporter. Uh, how did you find out that your dad was was ill, and and uh, what impact did it have on you? Well, it was uh, March fifteenth was the first day that we found out that he had cancer. I was in Los Angeles, um, home out there, when my mom called and we found out. Um, it wasn't until the next day we knew, you know, the severity of it. Until la- and then later in the month we find out just how serious it, it actually was, how it spread. Um, it's uh, cholangiocarcinoma, bile duct cancer, and he also has a liver tumor. Um, so you know. Really, like immediately, as soon as you were you were diagnosed, I, I think um, it was just about okay. How do we maximize each day? What's the next step? More than anything else. Um, so I think almost immediately we sort of just were had that mindset. Now, back in May, you wrote an incredible article uh, about your father, about the relationship you guys have with basketball, the Celtics, just the NBA in general. I'm sure most people have have read it, um, and I dare anybody to read it without getting yeah, emotional. I mean, it, it is it is incredible. But Thank what you. urged you? to want to write about that. I think, I think it touched a lot of people, but not the normal article that you're certainly accustomed to writing. Yeah, I, I started writing it sort of as a personal thing, just I was going to like give it to my, my parents. And, and then I was like, you know what, maybe I'll give this to my editor, Earth Ringer, Chris Ryan, uh, who's unbelievable, and I passed it along to him to see if it was something that he thought you know, we could maybe publish on the website. And you know, I wasn't really sure how people would respond to it at all. I, I, in fact, I was sort of worried that it would come off as like, you know, like, look at, look at us, like, look, look at me. And I, that was such an irrational concern when really it was something that people related to, whether it had to do with a cancer diagnosis or whether it has to do with their relationship with their, you know, their dad or their mom or a sibling right. over sports, whether it's basketball or something else. So, um, I don't know, the response to that was unbelievable. Uh, something i definitely didn't expect but i'm glad i'm glad we did publish it i mean brad stevens sorry dale brad stevens opened up his press (laughs) conference that day talking about it i know marcus smart has had a lot of good things to say just around the league that that had to blow you both you guys just to see the the amount of nba people reaching out yeah he he was shocked especially from marcus smart you know amazing signed jersey brought brought tears to my eyes quite quite a few times (laughs) yeah well paul let's bring you into the conversation here and and unfortunately we hear this kind of story a lot you got sick Mm -hmm. you had the flu yes you didn't think anything of it no but you couldn't shake it no i couldn't and i was losing weight and uh got a little worried and went in for testing Got blood test one day, and then the next day I got a uh, cat scan. Cat scan done, and uh, wasn't good. So they sent me right to the hospital. And that was that. I retired a little bit earlier than I wanted to retire, unfortunately. But I'm happy to have the support of my wife, my son, and all all, all the support he's gotten from from me over the you know past few months from people that he's reached out to. It's amazing. 
Uh, Paul, you must be so proud just of Kevin and where he's come from. Uh -huh. And, and the, again, the story really points out where he was. You're the one that sort of, hey, hey right. Like, you know, get into this. Intern here. Talk to these people. Yep. And now, and I'm not just saying this because you're here, one of the best <laughs> NBA writers in the country. We appreciate and that. That's, and, but that's a lot of that is you. A lot yeah. of that, I don't think he's going nearly yeah. as far if it's, if it's not you suggesting things and, and supporting them all. Yeah, way. yeah. He po he's pointed that out a number of times. And uh, I think he's done a lot of it himself. He's been writing since yeah. he was a little kid. We were looking at his articles the other day when he was 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul, you started a program called Dunk on Cancer. Oh, Kevin, 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 Kevin yeah. I meant. And, and all you've done so far is raise $75,000? Wow. Yeah, sponsors unreal. Uh, unreal. <laughs> I think that was really – I think when I came home from L.A., uh, I mentioned to you, like, hey, it would be sort of cool to do a, a fundraiser. Um, didn't really know exactly what, but it wasn't until the, after seeing the response to the article where I was like, okay, this, this has to be something um, that we do to try to turn a personal negative you know, for our family into a hopefully a positive experience um, for a lot of people to rally around. And um, raising 75000 with over 1,000 people donating individual donations to it was pretty awesome. The, the response was pretty unbelievable to that. Kevin's had a transition from being a Celtics fan into an NBA fan, but that you don't <laughs> yes. have to, right? You're still no, a no, I'm Celtics fan. I'm still a Celtics right, good, fan. Good. What do you think of Kemba Walker? Oh, great. He's going to be great. Kevin, you sign off on that? Yeah, definitely. You can't disagree with his dad. He's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with Kemba, like, it's going to yeah. be fascinating to see him now with the best supporting cast that he's ever had yes. in his entire career. Like, the best player Kemba played with before the season was – Al Jefferson or Nick Batum or Nick Batum. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. sad for Kemba. <laughs> was uh, was your dad the reason you first loved basketball and, oh, yeah. and the Celtics in particular? Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I think back to like '98, '99, 2000, then those bad early 2000s Celtics teams after they had that run against the Pacers. But it's like even through all the bad years, him and I always watching games late at night together. Like some, one of my favorite Celtics teams ever was the 06, 07 team before <laughs> they got Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. Yeah. It was just a fun year to watch yeah. all these young guys constantly get better, like Tony Allen and Leon Poe. <laughs> a fun year to watch bad basketball. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's about the experience and the journey yeah. more than anything else. We still so. had a lot of high fives together. Yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of high fives, yeah. So, yeah, my dad's the reason why I became a sports fan um, in the first place for sure. Was there anybody that, that has reached out to you since that story came out that really surprised you um yeah i mean i i think like regardless i think i've just gotten a lot of messages or yeah. sometimes people like just they'll say hey you know and say your story meant a lot to me or they they'll share their own story and that that was really the most powerful thing mm. about the response to it is like everybody offering like thoughts and prayers means a lot and everybody that donated meant a lot but the people that were you know vulnerable and open sharing their own stories and how that related to them um that's what really touched me the most because uh, i because i think you know regardless of you know this event is incredible but regardless of what it is it's being open to being vulnerable being honest mm -hmm. you know and being genuine with others is something that for me i really took away from that it just felt good to have people do that with me and you know and in return you know offer that to them i think it just made a lot of great strong connections with the conversations that we had paul it seems like an obvious question but i ask it a lot of people who come in here and visit with us why dana farber for you uh, i think they're probably the best around they're best they're one of the best in the country and uh i'm happy the doctors and nurses were great and i'm you know i'm still being treated for chemo and uh just very happy with the treatment I've gotten there. And how often is, is the treatment now? What's your uh, what's your day to day like? I, I, I go two weeks with chemo okay. and then I take uh, ten days off and then I go back and 
for two more weeks. And uh, been feeling pretty good, you know. Got a, got a really good nurse at home. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. 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 <laughs> right over there. <laughs> <laughs> it, because it is always a family treatment, yeah. isn't it? It's not just you, yes. Paul, no. or, or Carol, or Kevin. It's it's everybody. It's the group. It's the most emotional support and uh, physical support, and uh, I get it from both of them and all the doctors and nurses, and it's been great. A lot of smiles. Smiles. Smiles make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've always been a super close family, but uh, you know, it's like seeing us bond together and grow even closer has been. Um, it's a really good feeling. Is Gordon yeah. Hayward back or what? Was this, has he had a good I year? Mean, you better hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think I think today today he he had he talked to some of Ben where he's talking about his his recovery. Yeah. It's like st- we're still talking oh, about yeah, Gordon Hayward getting back. Um, well, guys, but, thank you yeah. so much for first of all, Kevin, for sharing your dad's story initially, as Rich said. Yeah. You had a hard time getting through that with a dry eye. But, Paul, thank you for sharing Kevin with us as well. And Thank you, Dale. Thank you guys for coming in here. It's great to thank see you. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you, Rich. That is Paul O'Connor and his son, Kevin. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.